The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, Sinead Moriarty, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Thanks for having me on. Your new book is called uh, Finding Hope, and it's about climate, I know, because on the cover of the book it says Save Our Planet. (laughs) So uh, let's start from the beginning. Uh, Finding Hope is a pun. It is a pun. Well, her name is Hope, but yes, it is is a pun. Um, So I've been writing for kids now for a couple of years. I've written about refugees. I've written about homelessness. And this is about climate change, because when I was going around the schools talking to the kids promoting my other books, a lot, I kind of always ask them, you know, what is, what concerns you? What are you interested in? And they all said climate. So I said, OK, I'll write a book about climate change because I want all the books to have a kind of a serious enough theme and then create an engaging yeah. story. But you can't it. be preachy either. No, no, no. They have a little message, but they're engaging and entertaining. I think that's really important, especially as they're aimed at sort of eight to 13 year olds. So Finding Hope is, it's about climate change. It's about climate activism. But really what happens is Hope's mum d- dies and there's a big void in her life. And she decides to fill it with um, climate action and trying to save the planet because she's lost and she needs yeah. something to cling on so to. So she hits upon recycling. She hits upon recycling, reusing and everything. She drives her family absolutely nuts. She has older twin sisters and she keeps turning the heat off. She keeps unplugging their phones. <laughs> she's trying to get them to go vegan and... They don't like it. They're very resistant. And really, all she's trying to do, I suppose, is fill the void because her twin sisters have each other. Her dad has just started dating again and she's lost and she feels that her mum is being forgotten. So she becomes very passionate about climate change. She becomes completely obsessed with Greta Thunberg. And uh, she then decides to try and get her class to do, you know, clean up the local park. And she meets a lot of resistance, which I think a lot of little climate activists do. Mm -hmm. But what's interesting is climate anxiety amongst children is a really, really serious issue because I think kids feel that we have failed them. And we have, really. And they're kind of angry about it. And they feel that it is up to now to them. The pressure is on them to save the planet. Now, now, they can be a bit confused. uh, So we mustn't expect perfection from kids who haven't really figured everything out. Uh, So they might be big into fast fashion while trying to save the planet. Completely, Pat. I have, you know, Sheehan packages coming through my door. I have three teenagers. So yes, no, like there's a balance. But I think the important thing about it is, is, you know, if a child is anxious about something, the best way to help them is to empower them. So you take back control. So I think for for children who are anxious, get them to do, you know, a local park cleanup or write to their local government minister or whoever it is, or maybe do a fundraiser for a climate charity. Because I think, you know, the kids really are aware. I think, unfortunately, there's a lot of catastrophizing on social media. They're saying a lot of awful things through TikTok um, and some of them get very anxious. So it's very important just to sit down, talk to them, give them the facts and then, you know, encourage them and empower them to take control by doing something. I think that's the best thing to do. Um, One of the problems, I suppose, that uh, an older generation would have is that it's kind of do as I say, but not necessarily do as I do. Yes, no, we have a lot to learn. <laughs> and I think that our kids can teach us a lot. Certainly, I remember when, when my kids were in primary school, they were very, very vigilant about the recycling. And I did actually learn from them. But I suppose the, the point of Finding Hope is, is again, is to it's a story about grief. It's a story about loss. It's a story about family. And also it's about how everybody in the family grieves differently. And sometimes instead of grief pulling you together as a family, it can pull you apart. So the twin sisters have each other. Her dad, as I said, has just started dating. And Hope feels very alone. And eventually she feels that nobody understands her. They dismiss her climate activism. 
they say she's really annoying and eventually she kind of runs away from home to try okay, and Okay, and we won't give any more away no, uh, uh, about the story. Um, suffice it to say, though, that uh, uh, Greta Thunberg, that's how she says her name, um, is featured in this uh, obliquely and directly. Mm. Um, and her, she kind of inspired you a bit in this book because, you know, one kid with pigtails when she started out mm. uh, can have an enormous impact. Yeah, and actually the dedication to the book is is to children to say, you know, you're never too young or too small to make a difference. And I think the reaction that children have to her, I just think is fascinating because there she was with her plaits sitting in the freezing cold outside the Swedish Parliament and everyone thought she was absolutely nuts. And yet, look at what she's achieved. And I think that's really inspiring for kids to have role models like that who are so passionate about what they're doing, who put themselves, you know, in uncomfortable positions, but the passion for their subject matter drives them. And I think she has really inspired children and also raised a massive amount of awareness about climate. Now, you write for all categories. I mean, you write for adults, you yeah. write for uh, young adults uh, as well, uh, that they'd be the kind of the 13 to 18 year olds. My books and then are, you do yeah, children's books. They're more three to 14, my books would be, yeah, the kids' yeah. books. And then I do write for adults as well, yeah. yeah. But I've really enjoyed the children's space, which I only got into a couple of years ago. I, I've always wanted to write for children, but I always wanted to write a books that had like little messages because I think... The most important thing for us as adults, what we can do for our kids is to try and get them to walk a mile in somebody's shoes, because that is the only way to really build compassion and empathy. Now, in in your previous books, uh, there was one, The Truth About Riley, um, and that was about homelessness. Yeah, because, you know, here we are in this, you know, successful Western democracy, and yet there are 3,000 homeless children in the country. And I just thought, this is awful, and children don't really understand that. So I kind of tried to explain through the story, they lose, their father dies, they lose all their money, and they end up living in their car, and it's just how easily it can happen and how you can help people and the, the the kindness of strangers. And then The New Girl, which was my first one, was about a Syrian refugee coming to Ireland and trying to settle in. And again, I was trying to explain to children why you would leave a country and risk your life through smugglers to get to another country. Yeah. And that was before the Ukrainian crisis. So, my goodness, who knew what was coming down the line there? Yeah. But that's your idea is to try and get the, the, the children to walk in another child's shoes. That's, to, that's to, my goal, yeah. Okay. Um, you also uh, want to talk about Discover Irish Kids books. Now, that's yes. the emphasis there is on Irish. Yes. So uh, Sarah Webb started this campaign and it's absolutely brilliant because she made the point that between March and August of this year, there was not one Irish author in the top 10 charts for the entire summer. And we Was that in the children's? In the children's uh, yeah. books, yes. Because there's lots of Irish, yes. I think, in the lots adults. Lots of Irish section. in the adults, yeah. So this is, this is purely children. But it's, um, we've so many amazingly talented and gifted Irish children's writers and I just think people aren't necessarily aware of them. So what, what she is trying to do and we're all kind of getting on board is just to get people to discover Irish kids' books. So if you're going to buy your child a book, maybe don't go for the, the David Williams or the Jeff Kinney. Maybe try an Irish author of similar ilk. And I just think that would be really important. And let's let's get some Irish authors into the into the list because we have so much talent here. There's no need to look elsewhere. Um, a recent study by Bath University showed that over three quarters of young people are extremely worried about uh, climate change. But I have a text that uh, just popped up on my screen. If those kids lived through the 50s and 60s when nuclear Armageddon was a daily possibility, they wouldn't be so worried about climate change. Look, every generation has something that they're, that they're really concerned mm-hmm. about. And I remember about. Um, during the Cuban Missile Crisis and I went to Chipperfield Circus, which was uh, parked near my home, and I couldn't enjoy it because I actually was waiting for the missiles to fly west to east and east to west. I sure. couldn't enjoy the circus, believe it or not. No, I do believe that, it. That was high anxiety. Yeah. You know? uh, whereas this is, if you'll pardon the terrible pun, uh, a slower burning kind of issue. 
Yeah, I think it's becoming more uh, more immediate, though. I think when we're, when we're seeing what the climate is actually doing across the globe, I do I do think children are very anxious about it, and I, and I think you know it's something that we need to talk to them about. And the whole point of, the, of finding hope again is to get kids to come down, and the advanced readers have all come down to their parents and asked them questions, and that's a beautiful thing. I think yeah. that's what I want to do: people to talk about it. Yeah. And I think classrooms it'll be a great class novel because teachers could actually have these amazing conversations with their classes and there is a teacher resource guide that goes with the book to help teachers open conversations. Yeah. Another one, uh, young people, the kids are not worried because they're on their phones, they're going on flights, they're ordering online, it's all chat but not real. I mean, they don't possibly understand that every moment they spend on TikTok is using data centres. No, they don't. But look, it's incremental changes, you know. We have, we have to start small and build big. You know, let's not put too much pressure on them. But I think, you know, if if a child, if every child makes a little, makes a few changes, the world will change eventually. It all starts with small steps. It's baby steps. OK, and that's um, really the theme of Finding Hope, which is the latest uh, book for uh, children from Sinead Moriarty. And Sinead, thank you very much, thank you so much. for joining us in studio. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.